From New Orleans, Louisiana, it's Empirical's PowerTech Podcast. This is the place where we talk about bringing technology to the power industry. Our goal is to educate you on the most popular trends, bring you actionable strategies from industry thought leaders, and help you make sure your utility is prepared for the future. I'm your host, Matthew Sachs, president of Empirical, former utility engineer and power industry advocate. The utility industry has not had many changes when it comes to engineering and information provided to build transmission and distribution lines. Most of these lines have a life cycle of 40 to 50 years with regular maintenance, but issues frequently arise due to the lack of revised drawings and other record keeping that capture changes made during the life cycle of such assets. To successfully confront these challenges, the industry must go through a change in mindset that takes advantage of the latest available technologies. Utilizing electronic design packages, along with cloud servers and tablets, can make a big difference in efficiency. Jay Shaw began his career in 2008 as a transmission line design engineer for a major utility in southeast Louisiana. There, he worked on several design projects ranging from 69 up to 500 kV and gained valuable project engineering experience. Furthermore, he was involved in material testing of rock anchors for a special application in initiating the use of PLS CAD. Jay received his bachelor's in civil engineering from Gujarat University, India, and his master's in civil engineering with a concentration in construction and project management from Texas A&M. Jay joined Empirical in 2012 and has been part of multiple projects with varied project delivery strategies. He is also a certified project management professional and engineering training license holder. He has been involved with scoping, estimating, planning, and executing EPC projects, helping him understand the challenges and opportunities involved with the use of current technology. Jay and two other colleagues came up with the idea of PowerView, and he has been involved with the software since day one of its formation. Jay has presented and discussed PowerView with several industry peers and colleagues, and has received positive feedback over its concept. Jay, how would you describe the elements of a typical design package for a transmission or distribution line project? So, so what we do is we define and we provide information in uh, different sections of an IFC package. Uh, typical uh, sections would be project description, uh, vicinity map to understand the location of the project, uh, standard and special drawings uh, required for the project that could be foundation drawings, substation drawings, detailed drawings, construction specifications depending on the client, uh, standard forms which are used uh, to verify construction against design. Uh, we provide them soil boring reports uh, to, for the contractor to understand uh, uh, the nature of soil that they'll be dealing with on the project, sag intention charts to sag the line, string the line, uh, staking sheets, uh, material information, phasing diagram, planet profile, vendor drawings for uh, insulators and structures and any sort of permit drawings in case of highway crossing or railroad crossings. When you say IFC, that stands for issued for construction, meaning that final design package that's stamped, that's signed by the project engineer, sent out to the field, ready to be built. That is correct. Well, these typical packages have kind of served us well for the last hundred years. So what do you believe are the limitations and the drawbacks of submitting packages in this manner? So, so most of these packages are provided in a typical three-inch binder. 
along with D size drawing. Now the problem is that the, the project duration uh, for construction is typically a year, year and a half, depending on the size of the project. So there's a lot of wear and tear of these paper copies. That's one of the, that's one of the limitations. Um, they're heavy, they are clunky, uh, they have to be moved from one place to another. Typically, it may stay in the office or it may stay in uh, someone's truck in the field and there's a possibility of them getting lost. <clears throat> the other problem is the revision control. Uh, there are changes that can happen in the field, uh, which would require some drawings to be updated. And the biggest issue would be making those updates in the office and sending updated drawings back to the field to replace those copies. Um, so the challenge is to update those drawings and making sure that the field has them as soon as possible. So those are some of the limitations that we have dealt with. I think that revision control is an important point. You know, you've got your engineer that's kind of in charge of that design, but then once it goes to the field, as there are changes, they kind of lose the ability to, to kind of keep control over what the actual latest design set is. They can send more drawings out, but then it's up on some field workers, like you said, maybe in some challenging conditions, having to, to pull old prints out, insert new ones, and make sure that's done in every copy. And, and you can see where the potential for area is there. So I do think that one's very important. Tell me about this better way you have uh, to deliver EPC projects. And what kind of feedback have you and your team received? So you're absolutely right on, on the previous issue. I mean, we provide few copies in the field and we are not sure how many, how many more copies are made in the field. So we would think that we need to send two or three copies to replace those drawings, but it becomes difficult if there are more copies being made in the field. So uh, to counteract that, uh, you know, we have talked to several uh, construction managers, several linemen, uh, in the field and with the technology that we have these days, we have tablets, which are pretty small. I mean, a D-sized drawing can be, uh, can be viewed so much better on tablets these days. And people there would prefer to have tablets, drawings on uh, tablets in the field rather than have them uh, being replaced or have them being carried in their truck. So what we are working with these days is we are trying to actually use cloud servers to move all these files and then create a platform in such a way that these drawings can be viewed in the field. The whole IFC package, that's the plan. Once the IFC package is ready, each and every electronic file can be put on the cloud server and in a such a way that this can be viewed by everyone in the field on their tablet. The beauty of this is being the cloud server, uh, the information is readily available in several different platforms. You can view that on your phone, you can view that on your computer and your tablet. And the best part about revision control is that a revision, whenever a revision is made in the office, as soon as a drawing is uploaded on the cloud server, everyone can see the drawing in the field instantly. Yeah, I do think that presents uh, a lot of advantages that are really intuitive to a lot of us now as we're working with whether it's cloud concepts or tablets or, or other uh, more pervasive electronic means of transmitting and receiving information. And, and I think it becomes plain that uh, 
certainly we can deliver better on some of these projects by, by doing it that way and, and keep better control of our revisions. Certainly you don't see tablets and computers being lost like you might do a print or at least being damaged. What, uh, what kinds of feedback have you been getting on this application? So we have, we have received a lot of positive feedback, to be honest. And I mean, we have received some inputs from people in the field, from people in the office, going to several utilities and going to several uh, consulting partners. Um, and then that has helped us to change few things into our setup in such a way that we can enhance the capability of the platform that we are using. Um, take this time. I mean, we are, we are at this time, we should be having, or we normally would have this conversation face to face, but due to unforeseen circumstances uh, of COVID, we are here sitting in different rooms, working on our computers from home. Uh, in our office, we would typically have these drawings readily available to access and to look at them, paper copies, but we are in this time where we are working electronically. And I think that justifies the use of the system where we need to, we need to adapt the technology that we have to convert and use our drawings in electronic format. So we have received very positive feedback and this is especially work this time has been working out perfect uh, for the ongoing construction projects for us where it's easy for construction managers and it's easy for people in the field uh, to work with engineers uh, with electronic information, electronic IFC packages that we have set up uh, for them. Certainly it is very timely to be talking about this kind of new approach given the COVID pandemic and, and the new normal that's out there. What other major drivers for innovation do you see when it comes to EPC projects? Because this is an industry that's largely been operating the same way for several decades. What else is out there? So as you know, I mean, the industry is going through a shift. There, are, there is a lot of expansion, a lot of uh, new infrastructure in our industry being set up. And most utilities are driving towards the EPC model, um, which actually increases the work a lot for consultants. Consultants in general are bidding on several projects at the same time. Now, if we generalize, if we set up a process of how this could be done and work from the bid process to make sure that these platforms are organized in such a way that once the project is awarded, you can move on and then straight into project execution where this technology can come in very handy. Now, something like PowerView that we use, if the project is set up in PowerView at the start of the bidding process, as soon as the project is awarded, it becomes really easy for all the stakeholders, uh, for the owner, for the contractor, for the subcontractors to look at the project all together at the same time and then come up with a plan to reduce contingency, to take out the risk and address the risk as soon as possible in the project. I would think that would have a lot of appeal to somebody that's going to really have to come up with the capital for a significant project. Uh, I'd like to explore that a little further. So you're saying if you have PowerView set up, ready to go on these projects, uh, the moment it's kicking off, they're going to see some benefits as we go through a typical project cycle because of what? Some typical unknowns when you get out into the field, things maybe being a little different than you thought or some kind of conflict that wasn't foreseen? 
So, so the, the way PowerView is set up, there are different licenses, and one of the licenses is the creator. Typically, that would be the engineer working on the bit process and setting up the project. There are contributors, which are usually the construction managers, people in the field who contribute. But there is one important aspect of the license, which are the viewers. The viewers can be stakeholders. So when during the negotiating process or during the setup process, visually, if the project is, is presented in front of the stakeholders who are making financial decisions, rather than them looking at the drawings or a proposal, which is in a word format, you can actually convey the message through visual graphic and through a visual representation of the project, which would make it really easy for the project to move forward. The risk can be discussed. The risk can be identified earlier in the stage, which would narrow down the cost of the project, which would narrow down the schedule of the project, which would take away the contingency of the project, and which would help understand the risk better on the project. And we think that this adds huge benefit to the overall health of the project, the overall health of the utility or in general. So you can disseminate project info very rapidly, almost immediately, uh, because I assume you can take this info from the field, be it uh, a picture or some kind of status or something else that you're putting in a power view. And that viewer license, like you're saying, back literally could be hundreds of or thousands of miles away, can see that information uh, almost in real time. And, and again, using some of these same technical tools, get the right people around the table or the screens in this case to talk about that problem and move forward with little delay. You, you bring up a great point. You know, because PowerView can be used on different platforms, be it your phone, tablet, computer. I mean, our phones and tablets have very high resolution cameras. So someone in the field can take a picture and upload them on cloud server as soon as possible. So someone sitting in the field doesn't have to, someone sitting in the office doesn't have to wait for someone sitting in the field to send them an email. Like everything is so instant that once a picture is taken, once an inspection form is uploaded into the cloud server, it's readily available for all the stakeholders to view at the same time. All 45, 50, 60, 100 people involved in a project can view their information at the same time. And that's the beauty of it. Well, as powerful as it already is, what do you think could enhance the future of PowerView? Do you have any plans that the team is already considering? I think we have, we have a lot of inputs from several utilities uh, and we have a list of priorities that we would like to focus on. Uh, but right now we are, we are working on a step-by-step -step approach. Uh, our overall goal is to bring all aspects of a transmission line project and eventually a substation project also into PowerView, meaning that we would like to include our construction group. We would like to include any sort of environmental information, any sort of right-of-way clearing information, all built into PowerView so that entire team can work on a single tool rather than working on separate, separate uh, softwares. So that way, all of your, your system information is aggregated, and it's, it's not split up among various either software packages or users that may or may not have that platform or may have to be at a certain location to access it. It's, it's there for everybody to see uh, as long as they can just get connection, right? That, that is correct. So once 
everyone is on the same platform, it becomes easy to work together as a team. The other benefit is that as soon as the project is completed, everything can be compiled together and then stored, archived into one place. So five years from now, if all the project information needs to be accessed, it's all in the same place and it's easily available rather than someone having to search several different locations to find information about the project. I think this really does hold a lot of uh, promise for not only doing the projects, but in the future, helping to maintain those assets as they've been built and, and as new projects come along that touch these projects years later. I want to congratulate you and the team on, on developing this and continuing to improve it, especially with more and more client feedback as you're taking it to market. And thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Have a good day. We've learned today about a new method for delivering design and other information to construction groups responsible for building assets in the field. PowerView is software that's capable of replacing unwieldy paper drawing sets with electronic information accessed by laptops, tablets, or even smartphones. This gives terrific insight to all of a project's stakeholders, from construction to engineering to asset managers to safety and more. Because this data is electronic, all the parties on the project can trust that they're seeing the latest revision of a drawing and the most recent status overall. Therefore, PowerView allows for better and more rapid decisions as a project progresses and is eventually placed in service. Well, that about wraps up this edition of the PowerTech Podcast. If you haven't yet, please log in to wherever you've subscribed to the podcast and both rate this show and leave a comment as that really helps new subscribers in the power industry to find us. Also, for more free insights on bringing technology to the power industry, make sure to visit Ampirical.com. We post free white papers, articles, and all of our previous podcasts there. Plus, you can register for a free 3D strategy planning session call with one of our 3D planning specialists. Again, you can do all of that and much more at Ampirical.com. Please stay tuned and join us for the next episode of the PowerTech Podcast. And until next time, keep engineering powerful solutions.